Welcome to Your Worthy Career, a podcast with me, Melissa Lawrence. I'm a career and life coach with all the corporate cred in talent development and organizational psychology, and I help women like you get extraordinary results by being more you, not less. I won't just help you have a career experience worthy of you, but I will help you build your self-worth to shift what you think is possible and take the action that will create the career you've always wanted. Whether it's more meaningful work you're passionate about, making more money, getting to your next level, or being more effective as a leader, we are shattering the glass ceiling here. The one that exists for women at work and the one we put on ourselves with our doubt and inner critic. Each week, you will get practical teachings grounded in neuroscience and effective career development strategies. You'll experience deep mindset shifts and the perfect amount of woo so you can run your career with ease rather than your career running you. You were born for more, and I'm going to help you get there with maybe a few dance parties along the way. Your up level begins now. Hello and welcome to the special bonus episode of the podcast. Beyond the Ceiling is currently enrolling through September 29th. This is my group coaching program for women in pharma or biotech who want to upgrade their career to one they love, whether that is in the role they are in now or with a new one. Over the last several years, I have been coaching women in the industry to reach their goals and get unheard of results. Whether it's women in the lab, women running clinical trials, working in manufacturing, or on the leadership team. This episode is a compilation of some of my clients that have been on the podcast and gone through the Beyond the Ceiling process. You'll hear from six different women with different backgrounds and goals, share their experience of coaching with me and the types of results that they achieved. You'll notice what each person found the most impactful and valuable to them. You may also be surprised to hear them talk about their personal growth and the transformation they experienced being even more important to them now than the career change or promotions they experienced. This is going to give you a great insight into what it's like to work with me and what it's like to go through the Beyond the Ceiling process. Let's dig in. This first clip is from Catherine Shu. Catherine is earlier in her career and works in quality assurance. When she came to me, she felt burnt out and mentally exhausted. She was tired of doom-scrolling LinkedIn trying to figure out what she wanted next. She struggled with the unpredictable workload, the firefighting, and overthinking herself and her decisions. Her goals were to increase her self-confidence, to influence others and have less anxiety, to know what she wanted for her career and move into a new role, and to communicate effectively with all levels and types of people. She exceeded every one of these goals, became confident in herself, stopped overthinking, and figured out what she wanted. She ended up getting multiple competing offers and moved into her dream role with a 25% salary increase, promotion, and sign-on bonus within three months of coaching. Here is what she has to say. When you were at this place where you were like, okay, I'm overwhelmed. I'm not sure what to do next. I'm burnt out at work. And then you found me sort of listening to my podcast. What were some of the concerns you might have had or worries about coaching because it was your first experience. So what was what were some of those concerns or maybe obstacles you had to overcome to to reach out? Honestly, I felt really scared just because I didn't like have much precedence. I didn't know anybody else who was early in their careers that reached out to a career coach. Um I didn't have many like historic examples. And so I kind of took like a trust ball, you know, <laughs> and I felt like 
my biggest concern was just coming out of my shell. I was like very reserved. I was also like, my mind was very chaotic at the time. And I was like, I need to make a change. I'm not sure who I am. And just like coming out of my shell and like being able to open up was a huge concern. But I'm glad I did. Like, it's been amazing. And I'm so glad I placed my trust in you. You are incredible. (laughs) Thank you so much. And I remember you telling me that that you even had people in your life, like close people in your life that were like, what are you doing? You found this woman on the internet. You're going to give her all of this money. <laughs> like, are you sure you want to do this? So like you, I think had so many obstacles between like people, you didn't have examples of people that worked with coaches at your level. You hadn't worked with a coach before. So there wasn't a way to really guarantee the results for you. And then you had people in your life that were like important advisors telling you like, are you sure you want to do this? So like, how did you overcome those obstacles and just make that decision to go for it for yourself? Well, I stayed true to myself and I also did my research. I listened to so many podcast episodes. I signed up for free trainings. I implemented what I learned and I realized that I was making such big strides. Um, I was kind of guessing at what I needed though. I, I did listen to the podcast episodes that I thought I needed at the time. But when we started working on coaching, it was like real-time feedback and I was able to accelerate that progress even faster. But like while I was doing this on my own, I just developed more of a trust and, um, you know, trust in myself that this is the right decision, trust in you and your credentials. And I kind of just like blocked out everybody, like friends and family as noise. I'm like, you know what? Like I'm going to blindly go into this and I'm going to give it my all. And now they have confirmation bias. They're like, see, we told you. Like, I'm like, no, uh, at the beginning you were sussed out. Right. <laughs> I love how they try to take credit now. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Honestly, that has been such an amazing effect of this whole process, like developing that courage. Because I was so scared when we first started. I was even scared during like the consult call. <laughs> and- when you told me to like not pursue any certifications, I was like, are you sure? <laughs> well, that was the right choice for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what would you say is the biggest change that you've gotten from the coaching process, both in terms of like your professional change and then also your personal growth? Um, Professional change, I definitely know what I want. Like every move I make is intentional now and I'm in my dream job. I'm on an amazing team. I love it. Like, I feel very empowered in my role now. Personally, I feel like I I just have so much self-confidence. I'm able to communicate. I have, like, clarity of my values, strengths, and weaknesses. And I'm able to bring, like, the best I have to offer to the table. And, like, just knowing that makes me feel, like, overwhelmed with gratitude every single day. It's crazy, like the results that are like that I achieved while working with you. I'm still shocked when I think about it because like it happened so fast. Like all the all the changes, like my communication style, like my awareness of like my values, the career process we went through, career discovery process we went through, um, all of it just it happened so fast. It felt like I was like on like the fast, fast lane. I think like halfway through our coaching sessions, I also realized all the feedback I was getting in my brain, all the like self-doubt was kind of surfacing. And I was just like, oh, I can bite the stack, you know? 
Mm -hmm. I can I can question everything that has led me to all my decisions thus far and I can reach that next level of growth. And I just I had so many powerful insights while working with you. But yeah, I credit it all to that very beginning where I just committed and I was all in. That was really the pivotal moment where I achieved all these gains. The people closest to me, they noticed the changes pretty early on. I think the biggest change day to day is that I go through life now with no self-doubt. Like, I don't really have that inner voice saying, can I do this? It's more like, okay, I need to do this and how will I get it done? Previously, I was just, you know, it's like, oh no, like I had so much anxiety about things. And now like, I find that it's easier for me to advocate not only for myself, but for other people to kind of approach things from a higher level and to like escalate things to manage up. I've learned so many just skills from believing in myself and carrying myself different. Is there anything that you experienced in coaching or a result that you got from coaching that took you by surprise or was unexpected? Honestly, like the tangible results, uh, like the multiple counter offers, internal and external, the salary bomb, all that was so surreal to me. I'm like, oh my goodness, I have achieved a next level of growth. And now I'm finally seeing everything kind of like come together. I have so many like decisions to make. And I, when I was presented with all these offers, I was like, I know I'm going to make the correct choice because of all the work we did in coaching. What really surprised me was that I actually ended up staying in quality. So I was very indecisive about my career path and what I wanted to do. And it, it surprised me that I, I stayed, but I feel really passionate about it. And we did all the work and I know that it's the right decision. And I'm very like blessed to be working under a mentor who I like really look up to now. And I, I really am shocked that I didn't obtain any certification. <laughs> I, I really am. <laughs> now let's talk about Swathi. Swathi is a PhD scientist who wanted to move away from the bench and into program management. She worried what others thought of her and felt insecure about her communication skills. She was an exceptionally high performer with very high expectations for herself, her career, and those around her. And these expectations sometimes got in her way. She wanted to have clarity in her career path to know what her strengths were and be more visible. She wanted to grow personally in the areas of self-care and emotional health, communicate well across all levels, and build the confidence to have her own back, advocate for herself, and reduce overthinking. She met or exceeded these goals and moved into a role in alliance management with the dream company of hers. She then went on to grow from there in that role, making more and doing more and doing all of the things that she wanted to do for herself in her personal life and in her career. Let's listen to what she has to say. I think the biggest things like I mentioned was the stakeholder management piece because that's like a big thing in my role right now. Mm -hmm. And I always like think back to our conversations and how it is very important to kind of establish that communication link and kind of keep that open. Because a lot of the time when you're dealing with different people, the biggest thing obviously is lack of communication or over-communication. I think it's always good to over-communicate than not or under-communicate. So I think that's one of the big pieces that I kind of learned from our experience together that always keep that communication link open. 
and, mm-hmm. and make yourself as clear as possible when you're dealing with people and understand where they're coming from and what my point of view is. So just keep things transparent and clear by communicating. Mm-hmm. And how does it feel to know that you're in the right job for you? The fact that I'm just happy and excited every day. <laughs> yeah, and and you've crossed that year mark, right? Like, so you talked to your lunch and you're like, okay, yes. year was fine. And then it's kind of sort of going downhill, but you've crossed that now, right? And you're not having that downhill feeling. No, I'm not. Let's <laughs> see how I can expand my horizon. There's just so much I can learn and do. And I think that's very exciting for me. So you definitely have moved into this new role in the time that we work together. But if we had never worked together, where do mm-hmm. you think you would be now in your career? And just like the way that you're experiencing your career? Would have been very different, I think. For me, like I mentioned, I was at a cusp where I wanted to transition into sort of project management and, and business side of things. That transition would probably have been, I probably would have done it, but the timeline must have been much more stretched. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't gone through the coaching process with you, just because it was not just about coaching and, and letting me know like what are the opportunities, but the resources you provided. And when I had like roadblocks along this process, you know, the resources that you were able to provide were very crucial and kind of expediting my journey in mm-hmm. like, you know transitioning into where I am today. So I think if I hadn't gone through the coaching process and all the roadblocks that I have hit, it just would have been a very different space for me. <laughs> yeah, it's something you might have gotten into that role eventually, but then those other skills would have been lacking too, right? In the way that you exactly. approach your career. Yeah. And I wish people could see your face when I ask that question because you're so <laughs> like beamy and smiley. And like, and then when I ask that question, it's like you have this look of disgust on your face. <laughs> I'm like, what would have happened if we did work together? I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You won't believe me, Melissa. I have told so many people that kind of felt stuck or in the same space that I felt before taking the coaching process with you, that they have to explore what is called coaching, like professional coaching. Mm -hmm. And I think I was actually able to like positively convince a few people to kind of take that leap. So definitely coaching is the way to go. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't experienced it, do it. Yeah, well, it's like you said, like when you haven't done something before, it does take that courage. And now Mm -hmm. you're on the other side, which is why I think it's so great for people to hear your story. Before we started working together, I was very limited in how I was thinking and approaching my career just because I didn't know what were the options that were available. Uh, Definitely the coaching experience has kind of opened my mind and enlightened me in ways that I wouldn't have if I hadn't taken the gone through the coaching process. And now that I have gone through the year in my role, I feel like I can definitely be my own cheerleader and push for myself if I feel like I have to head in a certain direction or if I have to learn something or or achieve something professionally. I feel like I have a voice for myself and I'm definitely able to do that now than say before the coaching experience. Jenna works in clinical operations and came to me burnt out, overworking, with recruiters knocking on her door, and a desire to move up or move out to something new. She also wanted to stop working all the time, communicate at work more effectively, establish boundaries, and work through some of her personal experiences that had kept her in a cycle of being unfulfilled in her career and in her life. She exceeded all of her goals and not only worked only when she wanted to, she released the compare and despair 
the shoulds, and started living her life the way she wanted to. She got clear on what she wanted and ended up loving her company and her role. She negotiated a new role and promotion on her terms, doing the work she wanted to do, and ensuring she had the resources in place to set her up for success. Here is Jenna. I don't want to wake up one day and realize that all I talk about or all I do is work. You know, I'm losing track of hobbies or things that I want to get into. And, you know, even just that stress alone for me being so involved in my career made me think like, well, is this the career that I want to stay in? Am I even happy doing this? And then the thought of switching careers was stressing me out. So it was a bit of a jumbled mess um, in my brain, a bit of spiraling out of control and really just hoping to kind of take back the reins and move into this next decade of life feeling like I had clear set goals and things that I wanted to accomplish and being really comfortable in the the place that I was in. Yeah, I remember you feeling really overwhelmed and you had like recruiters reaching out to you and you were like, I'm not sure. Should I apply for this job? Should I go for that job? Should I stay where I am? And then at the same time, you were working so much that you, like you said, didn't have that personal life. And so you just yeah. were stressed and a little bit yes. in chaos, like you said. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, just thinking of where I was in my life from a career standpoint, like, do I need to work towards a promotion? Should I try to, you know, be a higher title? What does, was it, what does it take to get there? So really just... uh Craziness overall. <laughs> so I will say that um, one of the main goals was obviously having that balance. And then I continue to say it because that was the most important. Um, and I, not only am I, am I more balanced in my workload, but I've also um, been really focusing on making it a norm in conversation with like in the workplace, right? Of, um, making sure you have that balance. Also, like vocalizing my bandwidth because I was often someone that would just take things on and say, yes, and say, yes, I can do that. I can do that. Um, and, you know, I would put my personal things to the wayside. So, well, it's fine. I just have to get this done through work. Through work. I can reschedule with my friends. I can, you know, miss that book club meeting. I'll catch the next one. But that really compounds on itself. So now I'm definitely more engaged in my personal life, um, have had more time for hobbies that I wanted to explore. Um, and, you know, I think one of the biggest things for me that's been huge, and I was talking to someone at work about this today, was realizing how much I was saying I should do something versus wanting to do something. And that I remember when you pointed that out to me, noting that, you know, should has such a negative connotation to it. It really made me start to think about the, the should do's versus what is truly making me happy or what I really enjoy doing. You know, obviously, we are all going to have to do things that we don't want to do from time to time, but that shouldn't be the way that we're leading our lives. So for me, um, that's been such a, a game changer just in my general mindset because I can, you know, go through a day or a week really evaluating what I'm taking on. Um, from the work sense as well, I think it is something that was very hard for me is, you know, 
up until the time where I realized, oh my gosh, my brain is craziness and chaotic right now. I really enjoyed my work. I, I really like what I do. And then I got to this point of just like burnout and craziness and questioning if it was truly what I wanted. So then to kind of, and again, you, you pushed me on this one too, to acknowledge like, well, do you love your job? It's okay if you don't. It's okay if you don't like it or even some days don't like it. You don't have to, um, you don't have to love your job every day, right? And that, just owning that, that some days I really just don't like my job. Some days it's just a paycheck um, was kind of really refreshing and took so much weight off because I work in the rare disease realm. So one of the those factors that kind of add some stress is you want to feel motivated to do what you do every day for the people that you're helping. But, you know, sometimes you do have to take a step back for that and look at yourself and look at what you're doing and realize that it is still just a job. So it's okay if that's not motivating me, motivating me today. Um, does it make me a bad person if I don't love my job as much as maybe some other people that I work with on the daily do? Um, so I think just kind of taking away that like pressure of feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm so busy, but I have to love what I do every day for, for, you know, for the people that we're helping really, really helped because it just, I could just take that little piece of clutter <laughs> out of my brain, just like push it to the wayside and focus the task at hand. Um, and you know, just giving myself grace, generally speaking, for like what I do accomplish and what I can get through um, is, has also just been, <laughs> that's just been one that uh, we don't like to acknowledge the hard work that we do, like in ourselves. It's very, most of us, I mean, for me, it's very uncomfortable. I do not, I think, set up a lot of compliments. I just don't, I don't like realizing that like, hey, yeah, I'm doing a good job. So I think just having, being able to reflect on that and even say it to myself, um, it's really, really game-changing for, for me, or has been. Yeah, it's like you, I feel like you just needed permission to not make your day job your identity. Mm -hmm. Because when we started, you know, I still, I still be, think back fondly on you being very, um, and this speaks to what you said about, you know, warming up and becoming vulnerable about what you wanted. You were like, I want to be promoted and I want to be this higher level and I want to have direct reports and I want to have you all know, of these things. That my and then I took you through, you know, my self-discovery process and it just, it was a little bit resistant at first. Right. And then I remember we got to a point I was like, do you really, is this really what you want? And like, is this like, it's just, like, are you sure that this is the direction you want to go? Because when it came to working on some of those things that would get you to that level, it just seemed clear that that's not really what you wanted. And right. so once you were able to give yourself that permission and that grace to just enjoy what you enjoy about your job and stop making it everything in your life, right. then if you had a bad day at work, it didn't mean you were bad. If you had a good yeah. day at work, it you were good. It's just like you just have this job you like and you're also awesome on your own. Yeah. And and, you know, to add to that, too, yeah. like so much of the, the stress and pressure is like, well, I'm at a certain point in my life. Should I be making X amount of money or have X title? Mm -hmm. Even though the, going through this process, I realized like, it's not something I actually really want. So I'm adding all this extra pressure to myself without even realizing it to get to a certain title, even though, again, through a lot of what we've been working on, realizing that I'm actually very comfortable where I am. And like, that's OK. 
it's okay to just sit and like become kind of an expert in what I'm doing right now and not be so worried of, you know, what title I'm hitting or, you know, salary I'm hitting. Because that's not like what's driving me in what I enjoy in the day to day or what I want out of, you know, every day. Yeah. And when you stopped doing that, then you started getting more opportunity and more praise at work. Yeah. Lord, no, it's right. Yes, it's been such a it's been such a funny switch, but I mean, I guess that's that's what I was hoping for, and that I had basically this refresh moment where I could take a step back and reevaluated what I was doing and realized that no, I don't want to leave my company. I really like it here. I want to stay here, and I don't want to push for you know this big promotion because I actually really like the the position I'm in and what I'm currently working on, and. I am enjoying what I'm doing and I have new ideas and I want to share them. And it it gave me more energy to get through the day versus the dread that I was feeling by, you know, we talked about this. I took a week off and then came back. And I think the Wednesday through my week was already dreading the Monday (laughs) of what, you know, and then just focusing on like the time being off. So now it's like, okay, well, now I know what to expect. Like, I'm not, I don't have that sense of dread anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. okay, so the Sunday scaries, but it's nothing compared to that. Like, oh gosh, just like this pit that was constantly in my stomach of what fire is going to be in my face that I didn't get accomplished because I just didn't have the time or, you know, just oh, that feeling, that uneasy feeling. It seems uncomfortable to even talk about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> so that's great. So if you could pick just like a couple things that you think have had like these real world tangible benefits that coaching has helped you with, what would you say those things are? I think, um, I'm going to say it again, the balance, because mm-hmm. I mean, that was an ultimate goal of mine. I need to have the time outside of work so that I can have time with my friends, um, date, like go on dates, which that's since been very successful. Um, You know, focus on if I wanted to get more into my health and fitness journey, have more time to do that um, and not feel like upset all the time because I realized I was just giving more my energy to work. Um, so that the bounce is definitely big. I think um, my general outlook. So I think the reminder of you don't have to love your job every day. It can be a paycheck. Taking kind of flipping, like we worked on this last week, when I was feeling overwhelmed a little bit with like, oh, this was a crazy week. Um, a lot on my plate. I can't handle my workload. Kind of flipping it to remind yourself, like, no, you you can. <laughs> Like you, you can get through it. Um, and then also not to overthink. Oh, I have a terrible habit of spiraling my brain by overthinking, not in a de- debilitating way, but I go through all like the what ifs and I kind of play out. I'm a project manager. So very quickly play out different scenarios in my brain because that's what I have to do for work is constantly have A through F scenario ready to go at all times, right? Um, And through some of the exercises that we did, realizing that like, well, none of the decisions that have gotten me this far in my life (laughs) have 
caused catastrophic effects, right? They've generally all led, they've all been a good decision or they haven't been a, a bad decision. So that reminder to myself that, well, nothing that I do likely is going to just completely off rail <laughs> my goals or cause such a detrimental effect that I wouldn't be able to bounce. There's no proof so far <laughs> that that would, that, that would happen. So I think just to not overthink and to trust myself a little bit more. I say it a lot, but it, it's, it's been hard, but it, it's definitely worth it. And that hard is really just the self-reflection. Yeah. No, it def- I mean, it definitely is hard because, I mean, you get coaching and then you take action and then we evaluate the action and then you get coaching mm-hmm. and you take action and you evaluate the action until you're getting the results that you want. But it's hard to have a mirror held up mm-hmm. and for you to learn to take accountability for your own result. And part of that is the way that you're thinking and understanding that connection between your thoughts and your results and how you have the power to make that change. But you have Mm -hmm. to you have to want to do that work. You have to want to have someone hold the mirror up to you and to listen Mm -hmm. to you and to point out when you're doing things that aren't aligned with what you said you wanted and to question, you know, some of your decisions or to notice if you're not really being genuine Mm -hmm. or saying you're doing things when you're not and to to really help you not from a place of like making you do something you don't want to do because it's always about what you want. But just to help you get out of your own way and understand Mm -hmm. yourself so that you can get what you want. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's it's huge. I mean, everything's hard, right? But like I am a firm believer that people should invest in themselves. And I've I've tried to leave the example of that for the last couple of years. And um I mean this this definitely supports that. Right. Like it's it's giving back so much. And I'm really excited because again, my goal, one of my main goals was as I approached in decade of life, I wanted to kind of have like a clearer path forward Mm -hmm. and things I want to focus on this next like part of my life. And it's exciting because I'm like I'm right on track for that. Like I've just like funk and cleared the clutter and now I can do more of like the fun, the fun stuff. Tukma has a PharmD, a PhD, and an MBA. She is a manager that works in quality for a large pharma company. When we started working together in coaching, she had worked with coaches before, but didn't get the results that she had hoped. She wanted to be able to use her skills and higher education to do something that she really enjoyed. She didn't feel she was progressing. She felt limited and wanted to pursue people management. She was working all the time and overextending herself, stressed, and felt like she gave so much to her work that she had little time for her personal life. She didn't have the title or salary that she wanted or felt she deserved, and she wanted to know her purpose and create something for herself on her terms. She ended up exceeding all of her goals. She moved into a new role at the same company, works for a boss she loves, is a people manager, and feels she can finally be authentic, have time for her family, and excel in her career. She finally feels valued and that all of her education and experience are being leveraged in a role that is a great fit for her. She feels she truly has it all. Let's listen to Tupa. So as mentioned, authenticity. So I really feel like I am myself. I'm being myself. I'm not being someone else. And um, I don't have to be overprepared, you know overthinking when I'm going through a project, 
meeting. And that's also valid for in my personal life. So I'm able to even better communicate with my husband, having those sometimes, you know, difficult conversations that <laughs> we, we used to ignore, right? Like, oh, okay, that's, that's an issue for me, but maybe I should just not talk about it not create any conflict, but now I'm able to really even go through such tough conversations just to improve things. So I feel like I'm able to speak my truth um, in, a, in a powerful way due to this mindset change and authenticity that came along with this process. So can you share with us what your current career development goals are? Yeah, so... Um, I would say that I already, you know, reached out to, to the leadership role that I was seeking for in a department that I, I'm really passionate about, in a great team with an amazing manager. So um, I feel like I am where I need to be right now. But of course, in future, my goal is really to complete my onboarding process uh, flawlessly and yeah, establish myself within my new role as a new manager and continue really working on this direction. And as a next step, I really want to expand my impact, reach out as much as people possible, continue learning and sharing my experiences and values. Also, you know, even develop those soft skills where I can share, you know, as within the company, even as a, as a coach, as a mentor, to share those experiences so other other people uh, can also benefit from it. So now that you have that, now that you have that confidence and that self-advocacy, how do you think your career future is going to be different? Yeah. So it really shifted my mind in terms of what my potential is. And now I have a belief that nothing is impossible. As long as, you know, I have it in my uh, goal list and I, I plan and I work, I keep walking towards these goals constantly, I, I, I will accomplish. Maybe it will take some time, <laughs> depending on, you know, my motivation, how fast I am and everything, but it's possible. So I don't have any more this fear of, you know, uh, that's not for me. I know that's, that goal is too big for me. So it's, ju it's just really the matter of strategy, dedication, resilience, and, and you will get there. So yeah. it's not about being smart, right? It's all about having this growth mindset and embracing the change and, you know, moving forward. I just, a thought just popped in my mind. So I laugh more, right? I laugh more now at work that uh, <laughs> even in, in the meetings where, in serious meetings even, just the joy comes up somehow. So I think that's a great sign also showing that I am where I, where I need to be. So all I want to say is thank you for that. It has been such a transformational journey with you. Aww. I'm so grateful for it. <laughs> Aww, it has been my pleasure. Yeah. And this book that you recommended me, Stella, <laughs> Zone of Genius. <laughs> I cannot just ignore that book. It really also uh, helped me a lot. And thank you also for opening the doors to my zone of genius, uh, like indicated in this book. And um, so as mentioned, I think it was the best investment that I have ever made. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Angela works in manufacturing technical operations as a group leader. 
When we started working together, she was unclear of what her next best step was. She didn't know how to grow her career beyond where she was and was considering a lateral move into QA. She worked at her company for over a decade and was having a hard time getting her ideas heard and the traction that she wanted to grow her career. She wanted to figure out what was best for her, if it was time for her to leave or how to get to that next level, have more time for her family, and build her confidence in her unique talents and abilities to be able to stand out in her own way. She ended up exceeding her goals and we identified the next best role for her. She was able to negotiate her responsibilities and a promotion to do what she loved and have a new role created for her. She received that second promotion to associate director shortly thereafter. She says she became more effective as a people manager and that coaching took her from always on with work to luxurious amounts of time with her family and doing the hobbies she enjoys. Here is Angie. So what do you think, it, like, the if you can remember that mm-hmm. time when you were feeling kind of uncertain and you were comparing against others and not feeling confident in your decision-making and not sure what your career path was, like, what kind of impact was that having on you? I mean, obviously, it was not very beneficial to my emotional health, you know, probably not my physical health either. I'd be drained by the end of the day, open a bottle of wine. <laughs> um, but seriously, I mean, I was really... I really could not I I felt unfulfilled in not knowing what my next step was I didn't because I didn't know where I was going I didn't know what steps I should be taking you know I was I felt really strong at work in the decisions I was making when I felt informed and so I just felt that need to be informed more about you know not so much the technical stuff like the things that you know I have to do as a manager but the things I need to do for myself though it was really taking I think a toll on my probably more my mental and and you know physical health just because I'd go home and I'd talk to my husband for hours and he didn't want to hear it you know because I wasn't doing anything about it and he'd say do something and I'd, I'd be like I don't know what to do you know so it was very um unhealthy <laughs> yeah what do you do you, I guess is there a tipping point that you think you had that made you want to get help with that no, I don't think so necessarily. And I'll tell you why, because I had some career coaching starting in 2019 that my company put me through and I thought that I would get a lot more out of it. Unfortunately, than I did. They were very, you know, obviously my my company paid for it. So I felt they were very biased to push me up, 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 you know, and I did. Mm-hmm. And I at the time I felt very I was pushing against that a little bit. I was like, what if I don't want to go out? Like, whoa, slow down, slow down. And so the coach there had obvious intentions, obviously paid for by my company, which is fine. But prior to that and around that same time, which was, you know, six, seven, eight months before I started working with you, I was reading books and I was doing surveys and I was trying to, you know, I had a mentor and I was trying to do some trainings. I don't feel like there was an obvious tipping point. I feel like I had been trying to figure this out for a long time. I actually made my goal two years ago in 2019. I made my goal, my personal goal to figure out like my five-year plan. And I couldn't. <laughs> the whole year I thought about it and it, it, it drove me crazy that I couldn't even come up with a plan for myself. It was very frustrating to try a lot of things and think I was sticking with them, you know what I mean? And think I was doing what I needed to do and still getting, coming out with the same resolution. You know, I didn't, still didn't have a five-year plan. I still didn't have even a one-year plan. I just kind of was going with the flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember the 
the post, I think I did a video where I was going through some scenarios of different challenges with figuring out your direction and getting advocacy from your boss. And I remember you commented, you're like, this is me. Oh my gosh. What are you you're right. talking to me? <laughs> Seriously. I do remember that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, was there anything else that you want to add that you kind of tried to do on your own to try to resolve this? Um, no, but I did. I mean, I, like I said, I was talking to my husband a lot. I was talking to my mentor a lot. Um, she and I would go out to lunch every couple of weeks and I just talked and talked and talked. And, you know, there was no people would give me advice, but it, it was nothing that seemed to really work mm-hmm. for me. I mean, everything I feel like really helped me now looking back, all of it really helped. But I coaching was much better, not only because it was weekly and it held me accountable. You know, I, held, I had to hold myself accountable and make the time and it was so much more than like trying to find time at the end of the night or make time at the end of the night to read or, you know what I mean? Like, you know, when I'm having a great day or when I'm having a bad day to spend the time talking about, you know, my career to somebody, you know, my mentor who we had, you know, I mean, we work together. She's at a higher level than me, you know, in a different department, but there was, I wanted to sometimes just stop talking about work too. I tried a lot. I thought, I think I tried a lot of things and nothing single-handedly worked like coaching yeah. did. It sounds like yeah. you did a lot between the mentor, you had your yep. company development program and a coach yep. through there, you had books you read, you, I mean, right. did pretty much everything I think I tried. people would think of to try to solve this. So did you have any obstacles in hiring a coach outside of your company? At the very beginning, after having our call, like the money saying kind of stuck with me, you know, I wanted to make sure it, it was COVID and I'm very frugal. I don't think I've bought, you know, jeans in like two years. So to make that kind of an investment in myself, you know, in, in coaching, something that's not, tan- you know, I didn't feel like it was tangible, like I couldn't see it or, you know, I'd have to tell my husband, hey, I'm spending this money, but you're not going to see it. He was very supportive though. So that was great. I feel very busy in my life, both at work and at home. I feel like I sign up for so many things to do. I'm you know, doing so many things at work. I'm doing so many things out of work. So there was definitely a time constraint or like a fear. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was a little bit of an obstacle. I had to, like I said, make time. I had to schedule time. I had to make sure that I prioritized it and met it, especially because I was spending money right on it. And then I did, I did, it was really my own, I think, mentality because I wanted a sense of guarantee. But I don't have that satisfaction guaranteed stamp, you know, on coaching. I was really like thinking if I'm going to open up and I'm going to be vulnerable about what's going on and, you know, my downfalls and try to work on them with somebody else, like really open up and and be honest, then I had the sense of like, it better work, <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't want it to fail. And then I'm coming out feeling like, yeah, and I just opened myself up to somebody. It's, it's very vulnerable. It's very, it can be embarrassing sometimes to realize that I've been doing this all wrong and then come out not any better. So that was, it was in my, it was definitely on my mind. Like if I'm going to do this, like, is it guaranteed that I'm going to be better for it? Cause I didn't want to live with myself after if it wasn't <laughs> like, it was very, it, 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 I don't know. I don't yeah, like so to, I don't like obstacles. to be vulnerable. I, I feel like yeah. I did. Yay. I know new title, more money. <laughs> you know, I do. It's still what I love to do. So I think a lot of that had to do with displaying, you know, confidence and knowing like you and I, I think it didn't take very long. It didn't take the full six months. I know we talked about a lot, but it probably took about three 
months. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Maybe four before I figured yeah. out my next path. Like you really challenged me and you were like, what about this? And tried to change my mind on career, not cha- tried to change, but you like challenged my, yeah. why are you in this industry? Why would, why aren't you in this department? And so I think ruling out some of the things that I knew I didn't want to do helped at first. And then when I finally decided like, this is the job I want and Hey, it's available at my company, but it's a couple levels up. I started letting my boss know that. And I put some goals within my development plan around how to get there. So I displayed that confidence. I talked about it. I knew it. I started being empowered to make decisions to help me get there. And then I just was recently, like I said, promoted last week. So now I'm only one step away from that goal. So it's kind of funny. Like it took me, yeah. you know, years to try to get this. It, then it took me three or four months with working with you to actually build a goal. And I'm literally halfway there. Right. It's, it's great. I mean, to that to that ultimate career goal. Like, I don't know what I'll do after. <laughs> I'll need yeah. coaching again. <laughs> right. But like just even hearing you talk about it, you're you have such a lightness and happiness yeah. about it. And you said when you started, I'm doing what I love to do. Yeah. Right. And even that was something that you were like, I don't know. Like when we went through the exploration process together. Remember, we were exploring like your childhood dreams, like Marianne, going to another company, like everything was on the table. I did. I thought I had confidence. I thought I knew myself. I thought I didn't have any problem there. I just need you to look at like what jobs my my company has and tell me what my next step. Just do that. (laughs) Tell me what to do. But it really, it took a lot of like self-exploration for me to be like, well, actually there's this job that fits right along with what I want, you know, and yeah. So it was really, I needed to know me first. And then, like I said, everything else was really easy. Yeah. Which is, which is awesome to it even is. think about. Yeah. yeah. And then it, like all that, those things set you up to, to advocate for what you wanted, like you've done. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. So if it was just here, this is what I think would align with your qualifications. You wouldn't have had right. the same experience or that same outcome. That's true. Yep. Yeah. That's true. I came into coaching with an expectation of coming up with a career goal. And we did that. And like I said, the self-exploration was really great. I cannot say enough good things about how this impacted, all, like I said, the other parts of my life. Um, so, I mean, I'm just really thankful for the, for, you know, for making that decision for myself, making that investment in myself and for your coaching. I mean, it's, it's been a really fast and huge growth year, six months, you know? So I'm, I'm just very thankful. Rachel is a leader in global brand planning. She reached out when she was promoted into a new leadership role. She struggled with comparing herself to others and imposter syndrome. She wanted to speak up and influence others effectively without doubt. She wanted to have more meaningful relationships at work and stop feeling anxious. She also wanted to have boundaries and set her own hours at work. Her main goals were to increase her confidence, be an effective communicator, and build a good relationship with her new boss, make decisions without needing others' opinions, and establish boundaries. She met these goals and had a substantial increase in her confidence, which had a trickle effect to all of the other things that she was working on. She says she became a confident person and no longer questioned her skill set or belonging at the leadership table. Her colleagues noticed and she received positive feedback regularly for her performance. As a result, she was negotiating a promotion and title bump. Here is Rachel. So the first question is, why did you want to work with me? Like what drew you to me? 
I really felt like I was kind of in like a career, like a pivotal career moment where I had a lot of growth all at once. And I wasn't sure if that was really me, if I was really at that level. Um, So I was, you know, I had a lot of doubt and fear about my ability and what to do. And I just really felt like I needed someone to, to help me. And I had been following you for some time on LinkedIn and social media and was reading testimonials. And I, I had listened to your podcast. It seemed like you would be a really comfortable person to talk to. Um, and you had a lot of experience. And I felt like you, you were someone I could trust with, you know, being really honest about some vulnerable things. So yeah, it was kind of a no brainer. I knew that even before our initial consultation call that there would probably have to be like, some huge red flag for me to say, no, I don't want to do this. Like I had kind of already made up my mind no matter what. Um, (laughs) But thankfully there wasn't. Um, (laughs) And what were some of your biggest concerns or worries about working with me, if any, before we start? I think it was just a a little bit of of hesitancy and um, unsureness about what the coaching process would be. You know, I didn't want to be like doing hokey things or, you know, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Having, having never been coached or mentored before, not really understanding what that process looked like. But I was certainly open to it because I was in a really like really bad mental space. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try anything. Virtual trust falls. Yeah, really, really. I was like, I don't know what this is, but I'll jump out the plane if it just helps me sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> what has been your favorite part of doing this work together? Definitely the exercises, the mental exercises, because working with you, it's, it's an hour a week and it, it's extremely helpful, but I have so many other hours in the week where we're not on video calls together. And then I have to kind of figure things out in the moment for myself. So having that, that mental um, kind of plan about what the ways that I can kind of influence my, my emotions, the way that I'm thinking, the way that I'm working in the moment. And even if it didn't work right away, it's something that I found over time I've gotten much better at and I'm like really feeling the benefits of. And what would you say is the biggest transformation that you got? It has to be my confidence level, which influences the entire way that I work and the way that I interact with people, the way that I respond to email, the way that I hold meetings, it bleeds into everything. The confidence really just comes from a better mental out, mental outlook than I did. the The self talk was a, was a real problem for me. The negative self talk, that's probably been the biggest the biggest takeaway and like the what's made this process worth it for me. And what's the impact of like being more confident? Do you think like now, like you talked about in your career, but just the rest of your life, like that you feel differently about yourself? Yeah, there's there's bleed over, right? <laughs> work, work is not like my entire life. But when I do like start to feel like anxiety about, you know, life things, the, the tools still work there as well. And honestly, I mean, even though work is only one third of my life, really, it really influences the way that I feel outside of work because it's all day. And then when I get off, I, I'm able to relax. I feel better about taking time for myself. We've talked about celebrating myself and the ways that I do that. And I think bringing that into to daily life of when I want to go get a nice meal or have a nice cocktail or something like just like being nicer to myself. I'm sure that it shows on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you think that you'll achieve anything different in your life or like you'll have different results in your career because you did this work? Yeah, I I think so. I think 
like I mentioned earlier, one of the biggest reasons for contacting you was because I had had all this growth in a very short amount of time. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't know. I don't know if I can handle this. And feeling that way. And then six months later, feeling the way that I do now, it's like, oh, like you could have way more growth and get through it. Like this, this like was a stepping stone. And yeah, it was hard in, in the beginning, but it's not a matter of like your capability or what I'm able to do because I feel like I can do anything, right? Um, what surprised you most about working with me? Probably, I, this probably won't be a surprise, but the, like the level that we went into like some deeper topics and like really tried to like unpack thoughts and unpack behaviors and like talk about like the ways that, you know, my brain has worked because of the life that I've lived. So that was definitely something that was unexpected. And who would you recommend me to? I mean, I would recommend you to any woman that I know that like has a lot of self-doubt, which is, which is, you know, a good amount of women. (laughs) I mean, like I, you know, I would recommend you to a friend, uh, you know, a close personal friend. I would definitely say, hey, you know, Melissa really helped me. I can see you're struggling. This is something that I think is worth your time. It's worth your effort. Yeah, that's probably the best recommendation that I could give is to a friend. Yeah. Yeah. There you have it, six different stories in my clients' words of the results they experienced in coaching. You can hear their full interviews by going back to their individual episodes. No matter what you want to be different in your career, Beyond the Ceiling is the place to make your goals a reality. You heard from my clients who felt like they tried it all, who even worked with coaches before, those who were early in their career and those who had decades of experience, those with several advanced degrees, those who worked in the lab or worked in an office, who struggled with making a financial investment in themselves. The process in Beyond the Ceiling works for everyone. This is a new beginning for you and a space where you have the strategy, the personal development, the support, and the career process to ensure you reach your goals. If this feels like the right move for you, schedule a consultation to join us. Enrollment is open through September 29th and we get started on October 20th. Get all of the details at yourworthycareer.com forward slash beyond. Have an amazing week.